Hey, this is the Mark Butler Show, episode 49. And this is yet another podcast episode about the disaster of underpricing your products and services in an expertise-driven business. I understand that ever since making money on the internet or using the internet to market a business existed, the idea has been, or the, the ideal has been, to sell a relatively low-priced product to tons and tons of people using the power of the scalable internet and leveraging the reality that no matter, no matter how many people download your PDF, there's no real or no, no significant marginal cost to that PDF or that membership site or that, that, that ebook, that piece of software, whatever it is. I get that. I've been thinking it myself since about 2005 at different periods in my career as a, as a person who works online. I've made a lot of money from the, those low-priced products. But I will tell you, after seeing so many dozens of businesses and watching some of them struggle and watching others thrive, it just always come back, comes back to the reality that I think is irrefutable In an expertise-driven business, high prices are the engine in that business. Marketing and lead generation are the fuel in that business, but high-priced products are the engine. They determine how far you can go, they determine how fast you can go, and they determine how much money you're going to make while you get there. If If you start to look at your business... The simple reality of an expertise-driven business, and maybe this is all businesses, I don't know. I, I tend to spend almost all my time, and I've spent pretty much my whole career in expertise-driven businesses. Most of the competition, almost all of the competition is happening at the lowest prices. So if you think about what costs least, ebooks, downloads, video courses, all, all kinds of things that you can purchase for somewhere between $0 and a couple hundred bucks. For some reason, almost all of the competition is in that sort of layer of the business. I don't know exactly why that is. Maybe it's because we're all pursuing this dream of this totally scalable, tiny priced product driven business where, you know, an unlimited number of people can buy our $50 ebook or our $20 ebook or our $99 video course. Almost all of the competition is there, and especially in the paid acquisition channels. So if you think about Facebook and you think about YouTube and you think about display ads and, and search ads with Google AdWords, all of the competition in that area is pretty much advertising a product that costs you know, somewhere between $7, zero $7, $20, $50, $100. It's very, very rare that you come across an offer in those main paid advertising channels these days where the thing being advertised is multiple thousands of dollars. It does happen, but it's, it's not typical. So most of the competition in the paid acquisition channels is at these lower price points. What you have to understand is the people who are competing in those channels, the ones who are winning are, are those that can pay a lot more 
for a sale than the sale generates. So if they're selling a $20 product, they can afford to spend more than $20 and sometimes a lot more than $20 to make that sale. And the reason they can afford it is because they're able to take the long view of that relationship with that customer. And they can say, we're really just, we need them to buy the $20 thing just so that we can be in a relationship and build trust and build value over the long term because we have our high priced products waiting for them. Most of them will never buy our high priced products, but a few of them will. And the prices are high enough that we can not only recoup our advertising cost, but we can make a lot of profit as well. If you are a company that, if you run a business, if you have a product where all you have is that entry level product, kind of a first date product, if you will, if that's all you have, then you don't have the big high priced thing waiting later on. You're going to have a very, very hard time winning in those paid acquisition channels. And those, those principles apply to all channels. Channels that don't look like paid channels, maybe they're just traditional content channels. Whoever can spend the most on those channels is likely to win because they can spend the most on content, video, whatever it might be, live events that are free, podcasts. They can spend the most creating those and marketing those as a way of creating relationships with, with new customers Again, because they have amazing products waiting for those customers later that are much more expensive that drive the whole business. Is this always true? No, it's not always true. We can find examples of businesses whose entire products are you know, in that $50 to $200, $250, $300 lifetime value. But you will find, in those cases, you will find businesses that are heavily, heavily reliant on network effects and scalability and uh, scalable word of mouth where maybe I have to pay a hundred dollars to get a $50 customer, but I have lots of data that says that $50 customer is going to bring me five more $50 customers. But in most expertise driven businesses, you have to be able to create a long-term relationship with a customer that not only pays for the advertising, but it, it's where most of your profit will come from. I've got the data to support this. Almost all the profit in an expertise-driven business is going to come from the highest-priced products and services. The exception, of course, is when the cost of delivering those products and services is so high that it eats up all the profit. So that could be you know, high-end, uh, high-end services like design or photography or whatever. If you don't price yourself high enough there, then all your profit can get sucked up in... Um, in delivering it, using other contractors, whatever it might be. But in a more of a coaching business or a consulting setting, almost all of your profit will come from your highest priced products and services. And if your highest priced products and services are still very inexpensive, you will struggle to generate a profit because the cost of acquisition is real. And you might say, well, I don't do paid acquisition. Well, of course you do paid acquisition. You might not pay for your uh, customer acquisition with money, but you're paying for it with time. And all of the time that you're spending on acquisition is time you can't spend elsewhere in the business. So the cost of acquisition is very real for all of us, whether we're spending cash or spending hours on that acquisition. So if you're spending a ton of time on acquisition and the only way to monetize 
the value of the time that you put into acquisition if it's only through these low-priced products. And if you don't have a system set up, a, a series of products and services that allow you to earn residual benefit from all the effort that you put into acquisition or the money that you put into acquisition, you will always struggle. You will always have ups and downs in your business. And they'll be harsh sometimes, not always, but they'll be harsh because acquisition is expensive. Because every marketplace that exists now is pretty crowded. But that doesn't mean you have to struggle. It just means you have to acknowledge the reality that at the level of first dates, at the level of just meeting and building trust and gaining the customer, having a first customer uh, experience with you, that's where most of the competition is. So that's not where you want to be trying to squeeze your profit out. You want to get your profit from your higher price stuff that's waiting down the road. So the thoughts to leave you with today are just believe me, or or actually I don't care if you believe me because it doesn't make it any less true. But consider this. If you're in an expertise-driven business and you don't have a high four-figure or a low five-figure something that you can use to monetize all of the effort that you put into that front-end acquisition, you are making your life harder than it needs to be. You're doing all of the work of creating powerful, powerful customer relationships. And of course, I say all of this while acknowledging you have to create great value. I'm assuming great value. And what I'm saying is if you're creating great value and you don't have a high four figure or, or a low figure, a low five figure opportunity to monetize those amazing client relationships, you're causing unnecessary struggle in your business. So do yourself a favor, get out of your own head, create that four and five figure offer, continue to do the hard work of acquisition, customer acquisition, and then make your life easier by building a nice big engine in the form of that five figure opportunity, that five figure program, whatever it is. Just trust me on this and have a great week.